It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show, and we're pleased to be in studio with a couple of ladies from the Alzheimer's Association of New Hampshire and Massachusetts. They are Maureen Miletus and Kate Corvo. Hi there. Did I have that right? You did. All right, good. good. So you always get a Corvo I can handle. <laughs> you know, I grew up on the west side, me. Every now and then I pretend that I can still speak French. But, uh, you know, even though I'm, uh, see, it's a family fight. Am I Greek or am I Albanian? See, my grandfather, who suffered with Alzheimer's, uh, said we were Albanian because that's the language they spoke. All of his sisters, though, they were Greek. <laughs> well, I, obviously, I... I- I don't look Greek. It's my husband. Right. And I'm a little Irish, French, good mix going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah, so every now and then I have I have a little trouble with like the guy running for alderman in Ward 2. That is just too many vowels for me. I can't handle that. But anyway, by the way, his campaign's contacted me. He'll be coming on the air at some point. I'll get, I'll get some speech lessons. But Maureen, Kate, welcome. Thanks good for morning. having us So today. how are things uh, with the... Uh, Alzheimer's Association. You have the big uh, walk, uh, the Alzheimer's walk. I'm gonna, uh, look at that. I'm forgetting the name already. Uh, it's the, the walk, walk to end Alzheimer's. The walk to end Alzheimer's. <laughs> I was going to say the walk for Alzheimer's, but I knew that was wrong. But it's the walk to end Alzheimer's. That's coming up uh, here in the Queen City uh, toward the end of September. And I know there's some other things going on. So with that, I'll turn it over to, uh, to you and let you get everybody up to date. So the walk in Queen, uh, Manchester at Arms Park is on Saturday, September 23rd. Mm-hmm. We have registration beginning at 8.30. The majority of our teams are already registered. For those individuals that may be interested, they could go to alz.org, mm-hmm. and it will bring them right to the Walk to End Alzheimer's website. There are 12 throughout New England between Mass and New Hampshire. 12 walks. 12 walks, okay. correct. Between Mass and New Hampshire, Maine and Vermont. But just at the Mass and New Hampshire chapter, we have 12 walks 12. in just those okay. two states. Okay. So, yeah, um, Maine and our, Vermont, I, I understand they get to bring a moose with them to the walks. <laughs> sort exactly. Of like a novelty. Of course, yeah, I guess you could do that in northern New Hampshire. Um, so when you say you have the majority of your teams registered, uh, Maureen, what, what does that mean? Does that mean that there's sort of like a, a finite number of teams or, or how does that work? No, What's well, a team? A, a team could be a single person. You could create yourself as a single team. And, and if you can't physically come to Alms Park on the 23rd, you can do a virtual walk. In my case, I am the team captain with my brothers and sisters and a few close friends and nieces and nephews. Okay. And we walk in honor of our mother. Okay. So we created um, her team. And then we do fundraising. We set a personal goal every year for, as our team. And then we just do fundraising to make awareness. Um, people who, it affects everyone. You always meet someone who has a family, a friend that is affected by this disease. And then they're interested because they may not have known about the walk or even known about the Alzheimer's Association. So it gives us a chance when you create a team to bring more awareness. And also we're all in the same fight. We want to find a cure. We want to have our first white flower who would be our first survivor. Wow. So how do you uh, fundraise for this? I mean, is it like when I was a kid and I used to do the, the March of Dimes walkathon or stuff like that, or the readathons, you know, you read X. Now, how, what's, 
what are the mechanisms by which people raise money? So every team has different events. I can only speak to myself, and I'll let Kate speak to a few of the other so teams. So it's totally up to the person it's or the team. It's up to the team, the team count, and individual people. So I could panhandle and say it's you for the Alzheimer's You could panhandle. Line. Try not to get Chief Willard mad at me. I send letters. I send emails to friends and coworkers. Actually, we do. We did a bake sale um, last uh-huh. weekend outside of Market Basket, <laughs> um, you know, and just um, made awareness. It's actually, for me, it's it's also raising money for the cause, but for me, it's more of being an advocate, making people aware, making okay. people aware of the Alzheimer's. So the walk is just a big event to really let individuals know you're not alone. There are people there who are in the same situation and also that the Alzheimer's Association is there to help. Now, is there some sort of a registration fee or can someone just sort of sign up, they get the purple t-shirt and they do the walk and don't raise any money? Uh, you know, can that happen? That's actually a really good question because um, there isn't a registration fee and there's no minimum to fundraise. And as Maureen said, each team and each individual participant has a goal that they set for themselves, but there's no obligation towards that goal. It's simply a motivator. So there's no financial burden. As Maureen said really well, is this, the walk is just as much about raising awareness as it is about raising funds for research and the programs and services that the Alzheimer's Association provides. Gotcha. So we encourage everyone to participate and to register um, no matter what they feel like committing towards funding. So how many people historically have participated in this walk here in the Queen City, and how much money does it raise? So last year, we had about a 1,000 registered walkers. We also, besides the registered walkers, have a lot of kids and family members come the day of to support. So last year, we we estimated about 3,000 people were in Arms Park walking, even though we only had a 1,000 participants registered to walk. Um, And we raised about 200 and a little over $250,000 last year. Our goal this year is to raise 200 Hundred and seventy thousand dollars, and we're on track to hit that. Um, Maureen and the committee that runs the walk has been doing an amazing job, really ramping up for the walk this year, um, and we're on track to have about twelve hundred registered walkers. And like I said, that number always balloons on the day of the walk. Really, so people can register day of. They can absolutely. We encourage them to. Um, it's great to go online, and I mean things are all online these days, so we definitely can do that in person in the walk. But if you go online on our website and you register, it gives you your own fundraising page, which makes it. Incredibly easy to fundraise well, for I, the walk. I, I was just going to ask that. So, because um, in in the day of, of scammers, what's to prevent someone who's not registered from saying, "Yeah, I'm raising money for the Alzheimer's walk," and they collect uh, two hundred, three hundred bucks, whatever it may be, and then they never register, they never show up. Um, so. Uh, while people can register day of, can they fundraise legally or otherwise in advance of their registering the day of the walk? I mean, the short answer, I believe, is yes, they can. But the, I mean, the idea is you want to be representing yourself cr- properly. So if you don't intend to actually register, that's a problem. Um, <laughs> but as long as you, you know, are intending to register for the walk and you do so, and that money that you raise right. ahead of time goes towards your yourself and, and your team um, that's now, no problem what typically happens with the day of registrations do they do they say I'm, I am, hi, I'm rich Gerard I want to walk here's you know 50 bucks in memory of my grandfather or is it the case that someone shows up and says yeah but I've been asking friends for money here's four hundred and thirty seven dollars and 29 cents 
that I collected, um, I'm here to register today. Yeah, both. Both really? happen. Absolutely. Yeah, people write checks day of and they say, you know, I just want to come here and show my support for the cause and give you a donation of $50, you know, $20, whatever the case may be. Or they, they do that. They say, I've been fundraising and I'm here to give you the checks and or the cash or and, um, and to register and, and walk today. So, uh, but the longer you do it in advance, like I said, you really can take advantage of the tools that we have on our website. There's lots of social media tools. There's um, email templates. There's letter templates. All for you just to kind of hit send and that's a really great way to make it easy to ask family and friends and colleagues and acquaintances to to help support you in a really great cause so in other words when people register in advance they get their own fundraising page which they can then use to um either now if i have the fundraising page is it just does it have a you know the the donate button click here and then the donation automatically goes in or do i still somehow um, as the registered uh, participant have to physically go collect the check or whatever it is from the people? It's both. So the online okay. donations are done through usually an online credit card or payment like that. Um, but we also have donation forms that you can print out or you can send electronically to someone if they want to give you cash or a check. And it says, you know, all of the information on there. It makes it very easy for them to just fill in their information, gotcha. attach their check to it. And that way they get the letter that a f- can they can have for their tax purposes so they can use their donation as a tax write-off and and you haven't heard of people sort of misrepresenting themselves as fundraising for you so that you don't um uh you, you haven't had to put the sort of cautionary tale out there that says to people unless they have this website don't give them money no no we have okay. not had to do that and i think very typically you're donating to someone who you know very well it's not often that we have you know, I mean, you can have an event and teams do where strangers come and that's great. But I mean, typically when you're making a donation, it's to a team, you know, a participant, you know, someone who you trust, who you can know is putting the money in the right place. Now, it, go ahead. And Maria. it is, we should mention that when you create a team or you um, register as an individual, there's a team page and an individual page. Okay. So when you click on that link that's customized for, in my case, my mother, Arlene Zami, when you click on it, there is a group picture of all of us from last year's walk with a story underneath it. So there's a history behind there. So when I send out that email, it's to people who know me. So as Kate said, I'm I'm really not going to solicit to someone I don't know. Hmm. And most of our um, people that are in the walk as teams, individuals, do the same thing. It's 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 more of a family thing. Now, my, my assumption is is that the people who are associated are either family members or friends or uh, otherwise relatives of um, folks who have suffered Alzheimer's. Is that sort of like the primary audience? Or, is, or do you have a substantial group of uh, people outside of that affected group that also participate? I mean, that's definitely our core um, of people who are involved, especially year after year. But we've been growing a business presence, and we've had a lot of businesses kind of create teams for the day of, have their employees come and support a really great cause because Alzheimer's disease is something that affects us all. And I think, you know, we all know somebody that has it, um, either in our immediate family or someone really close to us or or in our circle that has Alzheimer's disease. And if you don't, if you think that you're not someone that's touched by it, the fact is that we're all paying for it literally in terms of care, because as the numbers grow, the cost for care and how that's provided grows too. So I think that a lot of people and businesses are becoming more aware of that fact and supporting it as a cause of an important, something that's important to their customers and their, you know, consumer base, but also as something that's economically important to Mm. the state. So is there any sort of organized outreach? Like I I have an ongoing segment with the uh, Granite United Way, and they talk often about their efforts uh, to enlist businesses uh, 
uh, and the employees of those businesses to volunteer to donate and everything else. So the Alzheimer's Association now is sort of um, developing a model that approaches businesses uh, uh, about participating kind of like along that idea or do you find that the business owner had a, a family member or a friend or whoever who is and has decided that they're going to put the weight of their business behind it? I think that the most effective is always going to be someone that has a personal connection. They're going to be the most motivated to be involved. But we are doing outreach because I think, as Maureen mentioned before, education is a big part of this. A lot of people don't realize how prevalent Alzheimer's disease is or um, what a dire situation we're in if we don't address the increasing cases of uh, Alzheimer's diagnoses. So I think that as we can get out there to businesses and really let them give them more of an education on what a crucial issue this is to address and why we need to get funds and and people behind it and awareness spread about the disease, um, then the idea is you educate people and they can um, understand the importance and, and sign on to, to support the cause. Gotcha. Maureen, you're going to get the uh, final word here as we're coming down on the clock. I think we probably want to let people, again, know where it is, when it is, and how they can get involved if they're so inclined. Sure. The walk will be in Manchester at Arms Park on Saturday, September 23rd. Our registration begins at 8.30. The kickoff begins at 9.30, I believe, or yes. 9.30. And the official walk is at 10. Three three courses you can choose from, a three-mile, a mile-and-a-half, and a a half-mile, I believe. So they're they're all a walk. They're all a walk. When when is the Alzheimer's 5K coming? (laughs) Well, we do. Is it real real until it's at 5K? (laughs) Um, It's it's just a morning event. We are set up. Walkers are done. And we're back home by noontime. So it's a great way to spend a morning, great way to bring awareness, great way to bring a family together for the day, and you get a t-shirt out of it. And dogs are, are can come if you want to bring your pups. We'll have a dog tent. A yeah, we tent, have a dog tent this year. Dog tent, kids tent. <laughs> bring your little baggies, please. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, need to give a shout out to Woof Meow out of Dairy. They gave us all the little dog bowls in the bag. So we're, we're good. But if you do have yours, bring yours just in yeah. case. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I will, I will uh, say this, uh, you know, anything I can do, of course, to, uh, to help as I have over the years, because Alzheimer's stole the mind of my grandfather, who was actually one of the uh, members of the team back in the 40s that developed uh, radar Wow! back in advance of World War II. Wow. So it stole a great mind and a great person. It's a horrible thing. To, uh, to go through or to watch your family or a member or friend go through. So, ladies, thank you for the work that you're doing to raise awareness. And uh, we'll have the Alzheimer's Association back so we can spend some time talking about uh, the association because it's a little different than most. It provides actually provides direct services to, to families too, which I, uh, I think is enormously important. So let's uh, put something in the calendars and keep the conversation alive. Great. Great. Thanks Thank so much, you. Rich. All right, ladies, we're going to take a break, a quick one, since I, overran, uh, the, uh, since I overran it for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, Coach Jimmy Lozon's in the house. It's time for sports in our own backyard. Stay with us.